true Christian fellowship is important to the vitality of each believer and is commanded in Scripture as the body of Christ gathers weekly. But what specifically does God's Word teach about how we build up one another in fellowship? This week, Dave Keck addresses this very question in his Walk Talk series entitled, The Nature of Christian Fellowship. Welcome to the Walk Talks podcast. Thank you for joining in with us again. And this week, we are looking at the nature of scriptural fellowship within the body of Christ. This is something that we are going through in our church, and I look forward to the opportunity of being able to share with you some of the things that we have discovered. It's very easy for us to kind of create our own ideas about what words mean, sometimes just by going through life and really not applying our minds to understanding some of what really is taking place. And in Acts chapter 2, verses 42, it talks about the early church continuing steadfastly in some things. It talks about them continuing in the apostles' doctrine and breaking of bread and of fellowship and of prayers. And what I'd like us to do is really look at this word fellowship maybe with new eyes. And one of the things that we discovered yesterday is that fellowship is a participation. It is a joint effort. It is a communion. It is an endeavor between people to challenge one another around certain things. And last yesterday, we looked at how fellowship is participation around our position. In other words, it is imperative that we understand that fellowship is not something that can take place between believers and non-believers, but that this is something that must take place between believers, those that are in Christ, those that are born again. And in order for that to be recognized in our mind, first and foremost, will help us as we move forward with this. So number one, fellowship is participation in our position. That's what we looked at yesterday. But today, number two, fellowship is participation around certain truths. If you go back to Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, it tells us that they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Any type of fellowship typically is tied to a core belief or core values. Here it says it is tied to the apostles' doctrine. And see, doctrine either divides or unites, depending on your position on where you land with that. I want us to think for a moment about a letter that John wrote, 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. This is what he states. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. I want you to think maybe back about the first letter that he wrote, John's Gospel, John chapter 1. And it begins with this, in the beginning was the word. This tells us that verse 2 of 1 John, it says, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it. John's Gospel says, We beheld his glory. And so you can see the correlation between his letter, 1 John 1, and his Gospel. But he goes on to write this. It says, we bear witness and show unto you 
that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And really what he's saying is everything that they have heard and have seen, that they looked at, that their hands have handled, the very word of life, they want to declare that to us so that we can have fellowship with them. All of the teachings that they discovered from our Lord, all of the understandings that they got from him about insight to the Old Testament and how the New Testament offers such clarity about the teachings of all of these things, it is these things that these New Testament writers seek to declare to us so that we can have fellowship with them. These things can be boiled down maybe broadly to, yes, the fundamentals of the faith, but even more than that, it is recognizing what is essential for us. Philip Melanchthon, a German theologian from the 1500s, writes this, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, but in all things, charity. And really what he's driving at is that there are a set of essentials that are required for fellowship. And those essentials are found where? They are found in Scripture. Those are our core fundamentals where there can be no division. Other organizations, the Boy Scouts, the Awana program, any one of these other organizations articulate a set of core values or core beliefs that you would unite around, and some of which you would even pledge to. I believe it's the Boy Scouts that say, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and obey the Scout law to help other people at all times to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. In other words, they make a vow to adhere to that code of conduct. Even the Awana program would be, I pledge allegiance to this Awana program or flag, whose goal is to reach boys and girls with the gospel of Christ, to train them, to serve him, these organizations create these pledges or these oaths around a set of core values. So what might the core set of values be around those who are believers, those who fellowship around certain truths? By being in a certain group, there are certain fundamental values that are shared and counted on and therefore assist in that person's security, well-being, and confidence. What might that be? Boy, our church words it is this. The Holy Scriptures are our sole authority for faith, what we believe, in practice, what we do. You see, Scripture is at the center of our fellowship. It's participation around Scripture. We give ourselves wholly to it, the entirety of it, the whole counsel of God. You and I are privy, by God's grace, to have and hold in our hands the very word of God and those of us that are born again to be illuminated to the truth 
concerning God, creation, sin, redemption, the future. And by means of these truths, we unite around these things. That is, that the Holy Scriptures are indeed the inerrant words of God. Now listen, we live in a time when this can mean very little, and people flippantly disregard Scripture as a matter of one's own interpretation. And I would just encourage you to recognize that you cannot have fellowship with an individual who will not rightly yield to the authority of Scripture. We may not all understand it in the same way at the same time, but there must be a yielded disposition about its authority and a willingness to search the Scriptures, to seek the Lord's mind about these things. The Word of God is central to our fellowship. Amos chapter 3, verse 3 says, Can two walk together except they be agreed? Obviously a rhetorical question, and the answer to that is no. So what might the basis be for our agreement? Is it self? Is it our church? Is it our parents? Is it tradition? No, none of these things. Our fellowship is centered around Scripture, the teachings of Scripture. So what is fellowship? Fellowship, number one, is participation around our position in Christ. Number two, fellowship is a participation around certain truths. And those certain truths are anchored in the authority and the teachings of Scripture. And so let me encourage you as you engage with your church to be engaged in Scripture and giving yourself wholly to them. And you will find a sense of satisfaction, completeness, and security, resting in not the ambiguity of a wishy-washy society where there is no absolute truth, but find yourself yielded and resting in the absolute authority of Scripture. What is fellowship? It's participation around these truths. Trust that you'll have a great day. Yield yourself to the authority of Scripture. Thanks for being part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media to get sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ. Thank you.